Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our little corner of cyberspace that we call Inside the Studio on iHeartRadio. Thanks so much for being here. My name is Jordan Runtog, but enough about me. My guests today are a band of brothers who have been making music together since they were kids in their parents' garage. You probably started tuning in around 2002 when they dropped their double platinum disc, Wonder What's Next, which features smashes like The Red and Send the Pain Below. And they have not stopped rocking since. They're gearing up to release their new record, Neratius, and that's an acronym, but I won't spoil the surprise. The disc is steeped in their passion for sci-fi, with references to Elon Musk, missions to Mars, and simulation theory. I promise to focus on music as much as The Matrix. I'm so happy to welcome Pete and Sam from Chevelle. You're about to release your ninth album, Neuratius, I believe I'm saying that right. Uh, an acronym which stands for Nothing is Real and This is a Simulation, which I have to say, after a year like 2020, I take a lot of comfort in that. How did you end on that for the title? Yeah, you know, um, that's just how we felt, like you, in 2020. You know, we finished the album in March and we flew home the day they shut down all the restaurants in uh, Cal- like Los Angeles area. So we were flying out March 18th and we, we landed at home. And then, you know, we had 13 tracks to, that were done and you have to sum those up in a, in a title. So we thought this just feels insane for one, like everyone else felt, you know, and uh, what a better way to, it just didn't feel real. So we're like, are we, maybe this is a simulation. I was getting into a lot of, um, 
simulation theory and, and that whole topic, that, that wormhole down YouTube, you know, there's a, a, a lot of videos on that. So, yeah. That's so funny. This At age 33, I watched The Matrix for the first time this summer, purely because of what you were just saying. Like, everything felt so weird. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I started going down the whole simulation theory rabbit That's hole. And a fucking great movie, man. Yeah. I, I saw it in the oh, theaters yeah. when I was, I don't even know what year that was, 99 or, or something like that. I'm something guessing. like that. It was like real prime Y2K era. Yeah, yeah. it's great. There's so much stuff that you can pull from, too, when you watch it. Like, one of my favorite things about that was the um, Deja Vu uh, explanation, which is brilliant. You know, I'm sure everybody who's seen the matrix remembers the, the deja vu. It's a, it's a glitch in the matrix. So every time I get a deja vu, I'm just like, God. you're thinking about that movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did you ever read the really interesting Chuck Klosterman essay that he has about, about simulation theory? And, um, I forget which book of his, but it's, it's really fascinating stuff. No, no, yeah, I haven't I'd either. Yeah. We'll look that up. I mean, so much of this album, I mean, the mood, I know it was finished before COVID, but it really just seems to fit this era so much. I mean, your new single, Self-Destructor, the lines just, they don't care what science says. I mean, it just feels so relevant. And yet this was all written well, before that. Well, yeah, but um, science denial has been going on for <laughs> That's a long history of that. That's true. Yeah, this, yeah, these lyrics all stem from a conversation I had with someone. And I was just, kind of dumbfounded and wondering where the world was headed. So that song just, it just came out of me. It was, you know, from personal experience and it was before COVID. So it is about the anti-vaxxers. And so it did kind of fit. It kind of fits now too. So I didn't, you know, I, we, we don't usually get into like hot topics like that. We're a little more tame, you know, as far as like, I mean, we don't always tell people what these songs are about, but this one is, is pretty obvious and it's pretty like, but yeah. You know, does um, any, you know, anytime you have someone who's, uh, like Sam said, a science denier, for, for me, it's just a little gut punch, like we're headed in the wrong direction. So the song's aggressive and, you know, I hope people dig it. But, you know, it's a, it's a hot button yeah. issue right now. It really is. In order, to, in order to be an anti-vaxxer, too, and I've done a little bit of research into this, why people are anti-vaxxers. And you have to, you have to literally ignore the truth right? At some point you have to say, okay, well, if I put these two things in front of me, they're in front of me, right? But you have to deny that and say, no, just because I see them and can touch them and everybody agrees, that doesn't mean that it's there. And you're like, okay, well, I can't argue with you. I can't argue with that. So that's it. I mean, on the flip side of all the science denying, you have a lot of space themes and interstellar travel on this album. I mean, I'm thinking of the of, of Mars Simula with Elon Musk traveling to Mars. How did how did that come into into the mix? You know, um, I think it's just that whole like Ray Bradbury growing up reading his science fiction, and there's so many stories about Mars that stuck out. And then you know, once I had a kid. Um, those things start coming up and you start digging out, you know, old books and things like that. And um, that was a big influence on me when I was growing up. So it's just always been there, you know, the Mars um, concept getting there, you know, it's just, which is completely fascinating. I mean, you know, we went to the moon and then um, it just kind of like stopped. We Now we don't go back to the moon. I don't, I don't. So I'm fascinated. I'm kind of like waiting to see what we're going to do to get even further to Mars because I'd love to see it happen, but 
But I just also, when you start learning about the complications of uh, space travel with the radiation problem of keeping people healthy and then mentally as well, that's why I called it Mars Simula. Because for me, it's like you're getting off the earth to, you know, maybe shit is is, um, crashing and burning here. So, you know, you need to go, you need to populate another planet, interplanetary species, keep it going. But this rift just needed a heavy, just kind of like a fun, heavy topic for me. And it kind of fit. And I was just calling it Mars for a while. And then actually, when I was looking back at the lyrics when we were finishing the album, I was like, you know, this is more like, this is almost like a, you know, it's just not, it's not, we're not there yet. So I'm going to tack on Simula here because, you know, there are those videos where you can virtually travel on YouTube to Mars. But um, it's just a fun topic. It's not, you know, we're all just sitting here waiting to see what Elon's going to do, right? Isn't You know? Would you take a ride if he if he had ends up having the uh, I, uh, the sort of space tourist vehicle? Oh wow! Like up into the the one hundred and fifty thousand miles up or whatever. Like isn't that what they're talking about? Doing? Yeah, something oh, like no. that. No, <laughs> no way. No, I'm going to keep my feet on the ground. Um, we had this agreed. Sorry, I want I want to add to what Pete's saying. Like when I found out how I just want to say how many when I found out how many people were willing to sign up to go to Mars, that gave me anxiety yeah. just knowing that there's people that were willing to do it. There's a really fascinating mini documentary. Maybe I might have been a New York Times thing. It was like 10, 15 minutes long that just interviews, I think, five people. It might be called If I Die on Mars or something like that. There's people that it's like, yeah, I, I'm signing away. Like, I'm happy to do this yeah. and go do this. And I'm, I'd am i be fine if I never come back. It's so it fascinating is. to hear all their their reasons and everything. It's it's really interesting. Because on one it hand, is. it's heroic. But on another hand, it's yeah. terrifying. There was a great program. I think it was just called Mars on, I think, National Geographic um, in the past couple of years. I don't know if you saw that series. Yeah. I think it was about three, three seasons. But man, is that good. Check it out. It's phenomenally done. Yeah, I agree. And they should have called it "If I Draw, oh, If I, I Die Trying again. to Go to Mars" because that's much more likely. Are you Are you willing to go to Mars? Yeah, I'll die on Mars. Are you willing to die before you get to Mars? Eh. Yeah, that's, that's a different different question. Yeah. Well, you mentioned those great, right. you know, seventies sci fi novels and stuff, and that gets me to your album cover by the great Boris Vallejo, who did all sorts of incredible. Uh, 70s novels and then of course the posters for National Lampoon's Vacation and Knight Rider. How did you first approach him for this? Well, I would love to say that, you know, Sam called him up and uh, had a nice conversation or I did, but we just went through the label and uh, it's not very exciting. But um, I had this uh, about a decade ago, I came across a, it was a massive kid's book. It was like an oversized kid's book, like three feet by two, like 70s, maybe it was early 80s book in a in a thrift store. And it was, go, it was selling for like 10 bucks or whatever. And I bought it and I've had it in my, just in my collection of things that I, I like from the road. And it's, it's awesome. You can open it up. It's like these, you could frame these, the, the, these these posters, you know, in book form, if you were to cut them out and frame them, they look that good. So it was just this little score I had of his work, you know, from a children's book. Um, so for the last, man, probably the last decade, I've been like, oh, I wonder if we could, I would love to have some of Boris's work for a cover. I mean, it's it just, it fit, it fit up, it fit the time right now for us and our, in our, uh, in our album. So, um, hit him up and uh, he was into it and we were super yeah. excited and you should go check out his website because it is um, it's, it's, 
Yeah, it's, it's rad. I mean, he it's funny because he runs the gamut, doesn't he? He's got like now he's he's doing a lot of like, you know, it's these sci-fi the nudes that are so like, wow, they're rad. I mean, they're they're really killer to look at. Lots of dragons, lots of women um, with tails, lots of space space travel. Runs the gamut um, with the uh, naked people. Yeah, a lot of naked dudes too. So he's you know he run, he's he's open to everything. Absolutely. So yeah, rad I saw that as well. In fact, one of the one of the ones that we actually were looking at to make to use as a record cover was just we sort of deemed it too much. Oh yeah. So yeah, it was just a little too close um, with the creature that was on it. So, but we loved the but way it worked the, out. The visuals for all of us are so cool. I mean, of course, the video for Self Destructor is like Men in Black with way better cars and vehicles. It looked how when did you uh, when did you put that together? Was that all filmed before COVID? I mean, it's just it's like a mini movie. It's awesome. Um, and that's a good question. It it did turn into a little mini movie. Pete and I sat and brain, brainstormed over over that thing and just kind of came up with that. And then we gave it to um, our director and our production people, uh, Rob Gibson, and and they just sort of built it from there um it was weird to shoot it we shot most of it outside it was a small team six people and because you have for insurance and everything you you have to wear masks you have to check you have to get covid tests and all that stuff it's difficult to work right now yeah to do anything so but we did it we did it the way that they required us to do it everybody was good but it um it was fun to shoot it's probably the most fun we've ever had shooting a video to be fair. Oh yeah, I mean it, it looks absolutely amazing. I mean, just the, the visuals for this are just are so striking. It's so cool, and of course, the music. Obviously, uh, you worked again with uh, uh, Joe Baresi, who produced your last four albums, I believe, since uh, 2011's No Bull. Um, what is it about Joe that makes it such a fruitful collaboration? Like, what, what does he bring to the table for for you when you're recording? Well, right out of the gate. He's just he's just there for the artist, so it's really difficult to give that up. You know, once you have that working relationship, you know. I mean, I, you know, Sam and I will will do demos, and I'll just email him where we're at, and he gives us his notes, and we, you know, either, you know, either he's digging it or he's like, this song is complete and utter shit. You need to go back to the drawing board, which happens too, you know. So. He sent back seven songs. He was like, I don't like these seven. Yeah. So those are just kind of waiting. They're, you know. To be adapted, to be. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do this. But yeah, it's, it's a demoralizing. It's a, it's, a, it's a hard conversation to have because you're like, wow, so nothing redeeming? But we'll see. But he's honest. He's, so that helps. You don't want to dick around when you're trying to get something great done. So that's what you're always shooting for is to beat your last project and beat the last song you send him. So it's just a good working relationship is, is really what it is. You know, we, we like him, you know? Yeah, you'd be mad about it if he didn't get so much better music out of us. So it's like, you can never be mad about it because like, ah, oh, he was right. I, I wrote this much better of a song after this. I think uh, after we se- he sent those original seven back, I think he wrote Mother Earth, right? Mother Earth was probably the first one back. And then, yeah. Others uh, came from there. And it was great because he called up Pete and he was like, dude, I'm sitting here, me and June. June's the engineering, the engineer. In the, and he's just like, we're, sit, we're sitting here, me and June. And we just listened to this three or four times in a row. We can't stop listening to it. This is what we've been waiting for. And he's so encouraging. It made you 
want to keep working because then he ended his conversation with, now go write seven more of these. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Well, Pete, I think there was an interview recently where you said that this was sort of the most difficult you, time that you've had writing material for an album. How do you push past that? Or is it just is it just endurance, like sheer force of will? Or is it a case of just waiting until you feel inspired? Yeah, it's, it's part, um, you know, it's part not wanting to be bored. It's part inspiration. And it's part of being brainwashed over my career. Okay. Cause I, we were brainwashed since you can never sit idle. Right. You like, you can, you, you always, they, they keep you on the road, you know, and, and, um, which is good and bad. You know what I mean? Cause you, you love it at the same time. You're like, you don't know which way is up half the time. So, but that's more in the beginning, but, uh, it's just kind of like this, um, this machine that, you know, when you, when you, uh, when you stick to it, you, you're, you're happier. That's where I am. That's why I, I just, I just start, you know? So it's not a huge, you know, secret behind it. It's just what we do, which is what makes 2020, you know, so awful for musicians, you know, you're just, uh, prevented from, uh, 
getting into groups, clusters of people and sharing your, your music and your art. So I know that it's affected everyone, but you know, in the, in the arts, it seems like it's really, um, it's just been like this, you know, this bulldozer that just like went through your career. So, um, it's been, it's been tough. Not going to say it was easy. Um, it's still not, and we're not back yet either. So we're just waiting to see what's going to happen. Like everyone. Have you been able to get together, the two of you, in, in, in studios together? Has it mostly been over Zoom for all? Yeah, we have a studio at Pete's house. So I go there um, four times, five times a week and work. It's just his family and my family. We have little kids, so they're, we're all kind of like in our own bubble. I mean, we are in our own bubble. So, so we're still able to work. But it's hard because I think the, the part that makes it hard to work is you, you write the music, you record the music, and then you play the music. And since you can't play the music, it's just, it doesn't ever feel like it's You don't finished. get the feedback. So you just, just keep working, yeah. And you keep working and, and you're just kind of like, when, when does this get to see the light of day? And who knows if it will, if you'll be able to play the songs. But um, I mean, right now it's like our management, our attorney, people like that say, just keep writing, just keep writing. And you just kind of going, uh, I just, I want to do the yeah. next thing. My pattern process has been this for so many years. You write, tour. record. Yeah. And tour. it's the full circle of yeah. that process. And right now we're just kind of like, uh, it's like a glitch in the matrix. Again, going back <laughs> to that, you're like, right. Something's off here, you know? Right. And I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying that it's almost like you're just, you're waiting to do it is all. And so without doing that, it's difficult to just keep writing. I mean, I know Prince did it, so, so we can do it. He kept writing and writing and writing, right? So um, yeah. he was always writing, but Pete's always writing too. So, Are you ever su- uh, superstitious at all when you write? Like, is there a place you like to do it or a time of day or, a, or an instrument you mm. like to use? Uh, no, not really. No. I mean, I started uh, using a keyboard on this album a lot. So I wrote, I wrote a a couple, well, like piano on the end of self-destructor. And I, you know, that was the first instrument I learned as a kid. We were all, we all had piano lessons and that was, I think it probably a good thing. It kind of gave us a, it gave us eight octaves of, you know, uh, notes to, um, sort of train your brain. So I'm, I'm actually getting back to, to my, my roots in the piano world and keyboard world. So you're going to hear a lot more of that on, on this new album as well. Learning an instrument is difficult in that you don't understand the writing process of it. So you're when you're a kid, you're playing these, you know, crappy little songs that somebody developed that are easy because they're easy to play and easy to learn. And then you start learning classics, you know, Beethoven and things like that. And but you're not really learning. Somebody's just teaching you the notes. You're not learning the what it's useful for. I think that that's um, I'm sure there's people teaching that. I'm sure there's people that are great music teachers, piano teachers, teaching people to expand beyond that. But when we were kids, we, we weren't learning that. We were just learning this thing. And it was like, I do not want to sit and play. How much is that dog in the window anymore? <laughs> yeah, you hated playing piano, bro. I hated yeah. it. You needed to find your um, your instrument yeah. there, which uh, you, it turns out you just like to, and to bang on shit. So, I mean, you did it. You, you, mean, you located your passion there. So, but man, yeah, I, I love piano, <laughs> but, like um, once I got a hold of a guitar, it was, you know, bye-bye piano for a minute. <laughs> but like I said, yeah, I'll write on anything, you know? So, um, you know, didn't John Lennon say, you know, give me a tuba, I'll write you a song. I'll get a sound I, yeah, out I mean, of it. Yeah. It's like, 
you know, really, if I, you just need to start, sit down with that and you'll end up somewhere. It might suck, but it might be great. I mean, piano is such a cool thing to learn on because I remember taking music theory classes in school and they would say, you know, we're not trying to train you to be a good pianist. We just want you to see visually what this all is, like how this all fits together and then, you know, how the notes correspond to the page. And it, it, it's such a great, even if you, you know, if you, you do want to write songs, even if they are, you know, guitar oriented, yeah. I mean, being able to have a background in piano makes it, I think, so much easier too. That's a really good point. I mean, being sort of more, I guess, housebound these days, is there a feeling of almost like returning to your roots, like being back in, in the, the garage at your parents' house or something like that? Like, the, is there any sense of that with you? Yeah, what do you think, Sam? You, you, well, well, we have little kids, no. so I have a <laughs> six-year-old. Really. No. Sam ah, has yes. a six-year-old and a four yeah. and a two. Is that what it is, six, four, and two? So Sam's in, he's in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. right now i'm coming out of like yeah. the real stressful wow, yeah. like baby part of it yeah. and now it's really like six-year-old is 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 great i mean you're like he's doing minecraft on his own and he's like make he does these train train simulators that's he's awesome really big into that which is amazing i don't understand it uh the, what is they that? create these worlds uh with train tracks and they can pick and choose and make all their own like freight trains he's like that's a passenger train that's a blah 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 so yeah, but I mean, it's... Uh, that rules, wow. You start yeah. digging out your old toys and then you see the that amazing thing. He's playing with the same Hot Wheels that you played with as at six years old. Great, but um, yeah, so I mean, I think we're... Sam and I are, are trying to motivate each other while we're home when yeah. you're not with the kids when you're not doing the family stuff to to keep continuing on. And that is why we got a video done. That is why the album is is being released. You know, it's for our mental health. And moving forward, even though we can't tour, we still have to move forward in some way. And we had to give back to um, our fans. I mean, it's been like five years. Yeah, Pete's 100% right. And, and for me personally, the struggle is being home so much. You get so involved in the kids' lives where before you wouldn't be quite as much. You'd have more of a, uh, I don't know, you're just traveling so much. But now that I'm home so much, now I struggle to get away. So... It, I'm just struggling with the, the work and family life. Um, it's, that's why yeah. you go to a studio right. 2,000 miles away from your home that's right. so that you, you focus 12 hours a day and you right. actually get something done. So it is tricky mm-hmm. to work at home. It is. And, and of course, you like your kids and you want to be around them and all that, but you also have to work. You need to work. So that's a little bit of a, that's a, little bit of a struggle that I have never put up with. I mean, so, so I've been traveling the world for 22 years that's when we really started traveling and uh it's weird not to it's very strange not to what's filling that space for you with connecting uh with fans now that you can't tour i mean it doesn't it can't really be filled i don't think i mean you're not going to do it through social media that's for sure because that's something you're doing anyway i mean there is no there's no way that can fill that in between and that, that's the hard thing is that seeing somebody play a song live, I, I mean, as a fan of bands and things, it, it's just, there's just no replacing it whatsoever. Yeah, no, there, you're right. There's no replacing the live show. I mean, we, we've only rehearsed with, um, with our new bass player twice and then COVID hit and then we haven't seen him. So, you know, we were talking about doing a live stream for the release but in reality, Sam and I are in a bubble together and we, we, we don't even see friends uh, or right. family in person. And to, so even to get 
ready to play a show right now is a little difficult. We're, we're going to figure out how to do it, you know, um, through testing and things like that. We're waiting for these home tests to, to arrive and then we're going to get back on the horse, see if we can, you know, this year at least do a live stream if the live shows don't come back. So, you know, it's tough. But we're all encouraged that we're hoping the live shows come back starting in June, July. That's what we're all, we're all holding our breath. This is kind of a strange question, but I've been finding in the, over the last year, I've been listening to stuff I haven't listened to since I was in high school. Just like musical comfort food. Have you been feeling that too? Absolutely, man. I've loved it. And movies too. Um, Yeah. Our our web guy said the same thing. He's like, everything is about everything that makes you feel comfortable or remembering something something positive. Um, Yeah, I've seen so many movies that I grew up with. And I've been, I mean... Pete and I spent yesterday, we were doing a couple of things together and we were listening to um, Korn's album Issues. Went through that whole album twice. And just, I mean, it's a great record, still a great record. And Reminiscing a little bit. Yeah, reminiscing a little bit about and just the songs and all that. So yeah, definitely. That's true. Yeah, I've been eating a lot of croissants lately. For some reason, that's, you know, that's comforting. comforting. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if, oh, maybe it was like when we were in, in Paris that one time, Sam, remember that coffee shop, that great, oh, yes. yeah, that's what it was. Was that Jean-Claude? <laughs> Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc, that's it. Old coffee commercial, there you go. See, those things <laughs> pop up in your YouTube feed and you're like, why am I watching a, what's that, what's that coffee? <laughs> I don't know, it's like, uh, coffee creamer. Uh, interna- international coffee or something Yeah, you're like, like oh, eight, great 80s commercials. Oh, and now <laughs> I'm gonna watch this on YouTube. What is wrong with me? Oh, they're totally in your mind, though. I mean, like, I'll have a phone in the other room, and I'll think of something, and then I'll go get my phone, and there'll be an ad for whatever that is. Like, I, I fully believe that. I mean, it's the main guy. It all goes back to the Matrix. Yeah. Hey, Sam, weren't you saying that, like, you, you came across a, uh, like, a 1980s BMX oh, yeah. bike Brilliant. magazine, and you're like, holy shit, this is what I saw when I was, like, 14 oh, yeah, was and 10? 10? Okay. Yeah, it was, like, neon, you know, pink bikes and shit and like we're uh yeah reminiscing over that yeah it's yeah i think i would i think those magazines would have been like 86 something like that and yeah it was it was amazing because the all those feelings i have all this i have all this vintage early freestyle bmx stuff in my head and it won't fall off the conveyor belt and let me put new stuff on i can't get rid of it so it's all there and it's printed in my brain i die with it there like i know all the the part numbers or something it's crazy stupid but but it was a gr- such a great time in my life that i focused on it so much that it just stuck but it's a good it's good feeling to have something like that in your, your life that you can look back on and, and it just brings all those memories and all that I, those ideas and what you were feeling at the time back and uh i just went through that the other day it was fascinating and fun Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. I gotta ask you, I wasn't going to, but the truck in the self-destructor video, That's that peace. was a sick truck. Whose was that? Was that was that a rental? Was that one of yours? The green uh yeah, it uh, was that it really was built by a place called the Roadster Shop that's down the street. Uh, it's like a town over from us. And um, yeah, we're, we grew up with hot rods. Our dad was a sort of a greaser and um, we have, still is. you know, it's still, yeah, it's still a greaser. Yeah, still greasy. You know, we didn't go to sports events. He wasn't that type of guy. You know, it wasn't he wasn't actually a um, <laughs> He was kind of hands off. We'll say he was, he was hands on in the garage on his, <laughs> on his hot rod. So we would wander in what's going on. What are you doing today? And he was like, I l- listen up. I'm, I'm welding something. Don't look at the light. You know, there was no safety involved. Don't look at this blue light here, but it wasn't like get out. He, he wasn't like saying, I don't want you there. It was like, it was just complete and utter dangerous danger for a child. So <laughs> no anyway, um, so Sam and I, like, we, we, we're still into cars. It's just this residual thing from growing up around a, a, a dad like that. And uh, we, hop, we hopped into this truck one day that was uh, in the showroom. And it's all original patina on the outside. So that's the original color. It, it sat and baked after it was used up. It, it baked in the Arizona sun, sun is, which is what they tell us. And, um, you know, they redid enough of it so that you could drive it and it starts up, it's fuel injected and it's just a hoot because our six-year-olds love it. You know, they just, they want to go for a ride in a, in a vintage car to them. It's full on, you know, the hell is this thing? You know, it's, it's actually kind of dangerous. I would say, you know, there's no airbags. It's, um, you know, but it has harnesses. It was built for autocross. So it's a full chassis. It's full everything. So it, it drives. Yeah, amazingly. it's great. But your face is going into that metal steering wheel. If you, if you, it, it, at four miles an hour and you hit a curb, you know, so, but, uh, it has a, it has, it has a modern, um, steering column and stuff. So it's not a long steering column that will go through your chest. It's, it's a, it only goes to the, yeah, yeah, no, it, I mean, te- you should teeth are getting knocked out. Yeah. If you're wearing the harnesses here, they should be fine. You should just snap your neck. Just bang. Just your face. Yeah. <laughs> But it's, no, it's, it, it's crazy fun. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, a lot of, it's way too much power, and it's dangerous, and, it, and that's why it's cool. Yeah, yeah. It actually has, a, actually has a roll bar in the back of it, too, so it's not completely – you can't see it. It's hidden behind the seat. Yeah. That's why it's fun. 
Yeah, we took and the fuel tank is in the rear instead because on those old trucks, the fuel tank is on the inside. Well, of the not cab. the safety there. Yeah, so we took that out as well. You know, I mean, it, it's it's like a modern vehicle, but it just looks old and cool. It's obviously it's so hard to plan anything these days. But I mean, what, what's next for you? What can fans look forward to uh, in addition to the album coming up soon? Yeah, that's tough to say. Yeah, because I always. Sam and I are always talking about touring because that, that's the full circle thing here. So if it doesn't come back, I guess we'll um, open up a, a Domino's. What are you thinking, Sam? Papa John's Pizzeria? Or you want to start on you know, your own sort of thing there? Maybe. We'll see. Papa John's. That's really going to catch on. Yeah. We have this square pizza idea. Might do that. Yeah, it's a pastorelli. Not rectangle, space. but square. No, I mean we'll we'll probably um, square, yeah. you know I'm I'm getting interested in doing um, more of like the soundscape sort of things, almost like um, for movie soundtracks. So I've been dabbling in that. So if we have to take a, a, a little bit longer of a break from the rock world, um, I'm 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 going to be continuing on in some capacity, which. You know, it, it, I'm going to do it anyway, but this would just, I'd probably shift a little bit more, um, you know, into that. It's just, it's just something that's different and exciting, you know? So, um, I, I don't know. I think, uh, we'll see what happens, man. I don't know. Do, do you know where you're going to be, Sam, if, if, uh, touring doesn't come back this year? I mean, what are you going to be up to? I mean, I have a whole other plan. I mean, cause pe- that's something that a lot of people don't know about bands, um, uh, you pretty much don't make any money whatsoever from record sales or actually nothing. Mm-hmm. Pretty much anybody that's on a major label really doesn't make anything. Yeah. Th- I mean, unless you're selling like 30 million albums of 10 million albums of one album. But if you're selling like a million, 2 million albums of, of each record, you're not making any money. It's so touring. the only it's, way it's to all, make money. Yeah. You it's have touring. To, to, and to, if you don't tour, there's nothing. I mean, and when I say nothing, I mean nothing. So um, if, if music, if touring went away for, for years, you got to do something. You have to work. I mean, we have to work. So um, I've got a plan. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I'd rather do what I'm doing. Um, I like touring. I, I like writing. I like recording all that stuff. And that's what we want to do. But I mean, music's got to come back. It's got to. I mean, these are just the, th- the, the, the things you think about every day when your yeah. job isn't completely in limbo. No, I have, I have faith. That- yeah. Yeah. What you're seeing right now is the, the active optimistic side of Chevelle right now. We are, we're actively trying like every day. It's like, be positive, you know, because it's, uh, it's, it's such a weird, just a weird time, you know? Yeah. It, it's, I mean, I'll go, I'll take it to, I'll take it to what the, the normal, the five days out of seven is if you want to hear it, it's fucking terrible. He's like, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> you don't want to hear that. But I mean, it's not going to come to that. I, I have absolutely all faith that things are, you know, getting a little better every day and come summer. I mean, I saw you had some, uh, some dates in, uh, I think, Michigan and a few other places in, in June, July. And- yeah, we do. Yeah, we're really hoping those happen. And um, I mean, we're, we're encouraged. I mean, uh, our agents talking about it, they, they're like, we're pretty sure those are going to happen. So, um, I don't know how, I don't know what the system is uh, because as these festivals and things, insurance can't cover those things. Insurance can't cover a pandemic. That's, that's crazy. No insurance company could do that. So, um, so how do you put on these shows without insurance? Well, the answer is you cannot. 
So until the insurance companies are agreeable, that's when the, that's when the shows will start happening. Well, my, my last question for you, and it's been so fascinating asking everybody this because the answers always really run the gamut. If you could snap your fingers and have everything go back to, to normal, whatever your definition of normal is, call it 2019, um, what would be the first thing that you would do? Obviously, you would go, go, go tour and go back on the road. But what would be the- I mean, after we took the pill? <laughs> yeah, exactly. After you took the Hopped red pill. Back into the or is it the blue pill? You have just taken the red pill. I was, no, is it's it the, the red, red pill? pill okay. I think. <laughs> Yeah. But what would be the very yeah, first that, that thing you do? You. People you hug, trips you go on, restaurants you go to or whatever. What would be the very first thing you do? Um, I would fly my mother-in-law in from Australia. Yeah, that's a good question. That would be the first thing I'd do. Whoa. For sure. Yeah. Or head out to Australia to visit her at Better Beaches there. <laughs> oh, that's true too. Um, but I think realistically, it, I would have work, so I wouldn't be able to do that. So Great I'd point. fly her in so that she could be with the kids and see them. And my, so my wife could actually be with her mother for a little bit because she hasn't seen her in, you know, almost two years. So, yeah, you know what? I think, I think I'd do something similar. I would probably just call up about 10 of my closest friends and family and I'd say, come on over. Or I would rent out a room and be like, we're going to, we're going to go party because I haven't seen any of you in person. That's right. So I, agree. I think that's probably what it'd be. And, and you, you know, just unload and talk. Yeah hang out, feel normal, you know, drink beer, lots right. of beer, maybe some tequila, and you get, know, get some, some breath some in my number face. Number one, Sam. Some number one. Yeah. yeah. Some number one tequila. Ron White's tequila. Yeah. Get some breath in my face and put my breath in someone else's face. Be close to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that is a solid answer. Pete, Sam, thank you so much for your time today. It's been such a pleasure. Thanks for talking yeah, to you, us. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Inside the Studio, a production of iHeartRadio. For more episodes of Inside the Studio or other fantastic shows, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.